Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Well, hello everyone. I am Katie Petrick, joined by the David Fiorazzo. And we want to give a, a little quick shout out to shout Freedom out. Project Academy. It's our K-12 Judeo-Christian online school, which is continuing to enroll students for this upcoming fall. So you can't wait anymore. Now's the time. Get your free information packet by going to freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. Well, today's first story is about California. Shocker, <laughs> shocker of all shockers. A California school in June? What could it be about? Well, students in a California high school are threatened with detention after many negatively reacted to a pride uh -oh. video that they were forced to watch in class. David. Yes. What? Interesting headline. I've got to look at this again to make sure I'm reading it correctly. Students groan, jeer, boo when pride video is shown in class? Teacher threatens Saturday school if they don't knock it off. So, California? I, makes me want to go, uh, uh. All right, so video was circulating on social media showing students in a classroom, we're going to look at that in a minute, reacting negatively to a pride video being shown to them. Did, did this say California? Yes. Mm -hmm. Huntington Beach, Edison High School. That's where the clip is allegedly from. And then the teachers heard threatening students with Saturday school. So early in the clip, the teacher gives an initial warning for students to stop. And the negative reactions continue. The teacher adds, hey, I'm going to warn you guys now. If you're going to be inappropriate, I will have supervision down and uh, give all of you a Saturday school for next year. So knock it off. So we're going to talk about this when we come back, because this is just one of those twists on all the stories that we've been reporting through the years, and especially in June. So let's watch the clip. This is Pride Month. A former Edison student has had their sexual orientation change throughout high school, where she found some that helped her give community. She says, the first kiss I had was with a girl. Most of my family supported me until my mother stepped in. She found a safe space with the people who are also like them. No matter what anyone says, be proud of who you are and keep fighting. At Edison, we should make all students feel welcome here, no matter their gender or sexual orientation. So if you're out and proud, closeted, or even just an ally, be proud of who you are. Most importantly, don't forget to love each other. So that was the clip that was shown in class, apparently. Uh, be proud. Um, you know, God hates pride. I just want to add that in, not just pride when it comes to sexuality, but just pride in general. That's a sin. And uh, this has been flaunted. It's been in our faces. But um, apparently, many have reacted harshly toward the teacher. And this was shown in a math class? Yes. Um, but what Robbie Starbuck uh, said on Twitter. He posted the clip and noted that some 10th grade students came forward to tell me that this video was played in all classes that day, not just math class. They're upset about it and want the school to refrain from playing videos like this. Katie, your so, thoughts? So what, in the same context though, to give more 
understanding. It says the student news video. So this was a lot of, especially big schools do like announcements and such in this manner where they have the student news reporting. And it's a, it was a 10 minute video overall, but um, they shared graduation information, interviews with students, sports recap, and videos reflecting on the year. And that video clip you just saw was the pride segment was a one minute segment during that episode. Okay. They just put it in naturally. Like that's like, you know what they do. Yeah. So it's actually, I'm kind of quite proud of the students for one, paying attention to notice like, oh, this is not right what's showing up on our screen. It wasn't directly like, here's this pride video. It was, you know, just put sprinkled yeah, in, in with it. it snuck in there. And so these kids were actually yeah. paying attention. So kudos yeah. kids for paying attention to announcements. Yeah. But <laughs> can we get the reaction of like what actually the students did? Because yes. I think we all want to hear that. We've got that video too, go. Hey, I'll warn you guys now, if you're going to be inappropriate, I will have supervision down and give all of you a Saturday school for next year. So knock it off. Okay. Knock it off and bow, bow the knee Ooh. to the, the, the at the altar of LGBTQ. Okay. Bow the knee, knock it off, students. But what what did that one student say? The one I think it might have been a girl. It sounded like she said, "Why are you showing this to, to like kids? kids during that like to the two girls being face to face with you know, each other?" It, it, even in California, and this is very interesting. You know, I, I'm not saying kids across the country are sick of this indoctrination. But some are starting to catch on that, okay, another pride thing. We're supposed to celebrate. We're supposed to say, yes, 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 we bow down. Uh, you know, it's really, it, it's really interesting. I would love to hear more stories like this. And that's why I'm just still surprised at the headline that the kids reacted this way. Well, hey, and the teacher clearly has not watched Breakfast Club because threatening students with Saturday <laughs> detention. Whoop-a-dee-doo. You yeah. see what happens in Saturday detention? That's almost if as you bad don't as know, double secret probation. Then. There you go. If you don't know, watch Breakfast Club. <laughs> anyway, good on these students yeah. for actually pointing out what is so very clear to everyone else. Why are you showing this? Why? Everyone is a it's safe space. Everyone is included. If you don't talk about sexuality, you just talk about, oh, I don't know, students who should be learning math and should be learning English and should be learning history. Not her story, history. Yeah, um, the whole thing about being inclusive, I'm always thinking about the small percentage of young people. I'm not talking about the overall population, but young people who identify as LGBTQ. Yes, it's growing every year. How can it not? Because of all the programming, programming, programming. They're very, it's very gradual, but it's very on purpose. It's very uh, steady. But yeah, it, it's interesting that um, the majority are, seem to be excluded then when you're just focusing on this group. And it is a small group, but the agenda behind it is just amazing. That is correct, yeah. David. It's been you nonstop. You are 100% yeah. correct. Thank you. You heard her. I was correct. All right, still to come, middle school students in Massachusetts are being read the riot act by woke leftists after some kids had a less than favorable response to all the pride initiatives being forced upon them in school. Interesting. There's still hope, people. We're talking about that next. Next. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Take back your kids' education. FPA's fully accredited classical curriculum provides live, on-demand, and homeschool courses built on Judeo-Christian values. Request your information packet and save 10% on tuition by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's freedomforschool.com. We have even more kids saying no to pride, and now it's on the other side yeah. of the country. Let's go out east to Massachusetts, no less. Uh, Marshall Simmons Middle School students had a demonstration right at the beginning of June there during the LGBTQ student group Spectrum Club's Pride Spirit Day. Students tore down signs from the club that read Happy Pride Month and some that explained why it's not okay to say that's so gay. Students chanted, USA are my pronouns. Ooh, good one. <laughs> wow. And uh, through the halls, and they wore, oh my gosh, red and blue and white clothing. Uh -oh. Instead of the LGBT telling them they were supposed to be in rainbow clothing. So let's take a look at what happened. These displays of intolerance and homophobia are unacceptable. This type of intolerant rhetoric starts in the home. Parents angry at town hall over intolerance at Marshall Simons Middle School. Kids were asked to wear rainbow clothes in honor of Pride Spirit Day, but some organized a counter protest wearing red, white, and blue or black. The principal sharing a statement to families that Pride posters were ripped down, stickers ripped up, some students chanted USA are my pronouns, and students showing Pride were intimidated. It was an un unruly disruption, in fact, that was organized ahead of time. While some parents were upset, others say it was overblown. Some of the kids threw the stickers on the ground, but you know, I can only speak for my daughter. She just, she didn't want to wear that to school. It's not that she wanted to hurt anybody's feelings. She says her daughter felt coerced to participate in the Pride event and was offended by some of the messages, like this quote from Tennessee Williams. Human heart cannot be straight. It is curves and winds. And my daughter just kind of said, you know, mom, that's that's offensive to, to me, who I am straight. But even parents like her, opposed to the Pride Month celebration, say the ripping of posters was wrong. I think destructing any property is wrong. I think, you know, that I just think that was wrong. Parents and community groups now calling for the town and school board to act and support diversity, equity, and inclusion. The incident sparking discussion at home on both sides. My thing that I teach my kids is just be kind, and I wish the schools would just kind of pump the brakes on what they're shoving down these kids' throats. Yeah, they. Thank you. Yeah, they they want to pump all their things. Hit the so, brakes. Yeah. DEI. It's all about DEI. Did you always, hear about that, that one uh, teacher or whatever that said uh, intolerance starts at home? Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're That's saying it. if they you don't it. toe the line and go along with this, if you don't submit, if you don't bow the knee at the altar of LGBT, all things LGBTQ, you're intolerant. And that probably starts with your parents, so bad family. This is just amazing that they're even having a day like this and forcing students, all students, to wear the rainbow colors. It's well, 
And, and the thing is, you say intolerance starts at home is what they're saying. Well, the intolerance towards ev- yeah. anyone else is starting at that school with exactly. Principal Carrie Purchase, who said, yeah. I fully respect that our diverse community has diverse opinions and beliefs. I also respect individuals' right to express their opinions through clothing choices and freedom of speech. When one individual or group of individuals' beliefs and actions result in the demeaning of another individual or group, it's completely unacceptable. I'm getting into the part where she's going to go go into that intolerance. I am truly sorry that a day meant for you to celebrate your identity turned into a day of intolerance. <laughs> Schools are supposed to be a safe place for all students. Oh, for all. All all capitals. Does all mean that all, all though? All all or just some all. Yeah, I think I, I think she means some all, the rainbow yeah. all, yeah. not the red white yeah, and blue all, all, all. Yeah. not all all. So she's really <laughs> cutting out some of the colors of the rainbow. All right. Well, some, as she continues, some community members' actions created an unsafe environment for many of our students, caregivers, and faculty. So I, I, I will say they should not have destructed, you know, ripped down signs. I don't, destruction of property, just let's talk about it. Let's take them down. But it's going to, if you encourage the students to just rip things oh, down, then course, it leads to course. more things. I don't think anybody's encouraging but, that. But... Some community members' actions created an unsafe environment. How? Did those stickers landing on the ground create an unsafe environment? Well, someone could those have stickers. slipped on a pride sticker, kind of like you slip on a banana do. peel. Yeah, Ooh. you might, might slip on that just like you... I'm kidding. I'm sorry, guys. You know, you create this monster. You create this machine. You dedicate a day and force... Okay, force might be a hard word. Um, you strongly... You strong-arm students to come dressed in rainbow colors you're going to get some pushback. And it's not the parents. Some kids, as we've seen, some students are tired of this, as we saw in the first Mm -hmm. segment. Well, and hopefully, I mean, I don't want kids destroying property or being disrespectful. You're right. But stand up for what you do believe in, because that's what, if, if, if those on the left and the pride are allowed to and encouraged to stand up for what they believe in, you can too. If, if that all, is what America is, is if, standing up for your beliefs. Right. If all means all. If all means all. <laughs> this is correct. Um, the Pride Month supporters, of course, there said, as you indicated, that yeah. the, the kind of intolerance starts in the home. So mom and dad, take this as a lesson. They're coming after you next. They're, that too. Yeah. Teach your kids your values, your beliefs, because it starts in the home. All right. Well, when we come back, a newly (laughs) uncovered video shows a rainbow library program whose only singular goal is to send LGBTQ plus affirming books to schools across the country for children, you know, who are like five years old and can barely read or I guess recognize the alphabet, hopefully. You know, why are we just not surprised when we hear these stories? Because we're not. We're going to talk about it. Today's show is sponsored by our friends at MyPillow. Save up to 66% on pristine quality bedding, towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company. Well, you know, you have to get the kids as early as you can. Right? We've learned this. That's the agenda. Get them, get them from birth. Get them before birth, if they're allowed to be born. <laughs> um, get them early as you can. Uh, and that's from the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network, GLISTEN. 
they are one of the national organizations that are just trying out there trying to do their thing and indoctrinate your kids. So the organization, it has a rainbow library program. Did you know that? Did you know that? Yeah. And it introduces kids as young as age five to books on gender identity and sexual orientation. And that's according to Glisson's 2021 recorded online workshop. I want to be inclusive. Hmm. Do you? Do you? Because they sure want you to be. <sighs> now, uh, that program was launched in 2019 by third grade teacher, the Rainbow by a third grade teacher, the Rainbow Library it actually provides K through 12 schools and libraries the G- LGBTQ plus affirming K 12 text sets, and it's in only 5,800 schools and libraries across 31 states, according to this last year's school request form. So, I mean, it's 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 not in your district, possibly, or it's not in your state, possibly, but so you shouldn't worry about it, right, David? Well, that can't be happening can't in America. Can't be happening in my By the way, Katie, will you um, clarify something for me? It says K through 10. What, how old is a K again? Five. Um, okay, so five years old we're talking yep, about. Yep, yep, it's starting at five. Well, at least they're not going after four-year-olds. I'm kidding, yeah, I'm kidding, they I'm are. kidding. This is just so offensive. I think uh, a lot of parents better really start paying attention if you haven't by now because this is really concerning i would say this is the only positive to our reading scores being so low is the kids probably can't read and understand what's going on <laughs> but since they can now they make all the graphic images and right. they can see they don't need to so read. yes now michael ratty or rady who knows he's the rainbow library program manager he said in a 2021 workshop the rainbow library we send lgbtq plus affirming books to schools and libraries for free Oh, is it for free? Who actually is paying for it? Mr. Rady Ratty? Oh. Uh, along with additional Gilson resources. Question. We have four different grade ranges for the books that we send out. K2, 3 through 5, 6 through 8, and 9 through 12. And we put a major emphasis on books that center the voices of trans and non-binary people, as well as books that attend to the voices of BIPOC. Remember, it's all inclusive, so you have the black, indigenous, people of color, LGBTQ plus people. Okay whole lot of letters of the alphabet in there so that's what we got yeah now the initiative does aim to satisfy the existing need for lgbtq plus affirming books among young readers and it connects students to existing local and national lgbtq supports such as pride centers and health clinics according to the workshop all this is doing as we know is getting like we used to call it scratch get the scratch scratch in front of the kids and they can start to look at it earlier when they're five years old. And that's where it becomes normal. Well, I remember seeing this in the library. So it must be a good thing. Right, mom and dad? Mom and dad, this is where you need to pay attention to what your kids are bringing home or what, what's happening in their school libraries. Because Glisten has found a way to, oh, this is a great place to plant our materials. Just don't take Katie's word for it. If you think she's exaggerating, watch this video. Um, My name is Michael Rady. My pronouns are he, him, his. Uh, I am the Rainbow Library Program Manager at Glisten. Um, For those folks who cannot see me, I am a white person with short hair uh, wearing a blue collared shirt. I'm in front of a lamp and a poster that says, if you've come to help me, you're wasting your time. But if you've come because your liberation is bound up with mine, then let us work together. Uh, I occupy Massachusetts and Pawtucket land, also known as Massachusetts. Um, and I used to be a third grade teacher. 
we hear time and time again, um, especially in places where there really are not that many LGBTQ plus supports for youth already, including more rural locations, including more conservative areas, that when a teacher or a librarian rolls out the Rainbow Library in their location, students start coming out to them, right? Because they see that adult as someone that they can trust. Ah, that's the kicker. That's the kicker right there. We put the materials in the schools and then they see the materials and they read the materials and then they begin to think, oh, that must be me. So then they come out to us because we're a safe space for them now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. This is what they're setting up in different places across the country. It's not just Massachusetts. And um, it's, it's, you know, it's just disheartening to see that. Notice he said, I used to be a third grade teacher. So they're in the schools, they're teaching, they're the quote educators but they're also heavily involved in this indoctrination, in this agenda. Yeah, I just want to give one example because I think it's a good example. Elementary teacher in Maryland implemented the Rainbow Library program in the classroom and read her class this book, <clears throat> Peanut Goes for the Gold. What does that mean? It's a story about a non-binary guinea pig oh, okay. who uses they, them pronouns. Uh -huh. And uh, the students asked the teacher why the pig used or guinea pig, used they, them, instead of his, her. And that led to a classroom discussion about gender-neutral pronouns. And a middle school librarian in Missouri reported to Glisten that since implementing the program, students have been asking for specific LGBTQ books, including a student who asked for a book about a young lesbian girl. And that was a male student, by the way. No, I'm oh, kidding. I'm kidding. Boom, boom, I'm kidding. But, you know, I mean, I mean of course, they're going to ask. They, you're t trying to teach them things that they're not aware of or you want to get them to understand. And then they, if they're curious, they want more. It's just drawing them in. It's very deceptive and demonic. All right. Well, a Massachusetts high school may have just set a new world record for the most amount of twins and triplets to graduate in the same class. I don't know if they have, but it's still a fun story. So stick around. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. I know what you're going to ask. What are they putting in the water in this town, uh, Westford, Massachusetts? The high school is graduating um, 15 pairs of twins and one set of triplets i mean I, I think this is like like what the heck so twins made up three percent of the 3.6 million births in the u.s last year triplets accounted for 0.07 percent uh, but the twins and triplets in westford academy's graduating class of 2023 make up almost eight percent of the 420 students that's a pretty high ratio it is true um it's a kind of a bizarre story uh, the high school needed two pages to dedicate to the twins club and principal jim antonelli joked the remarkable feat is down to the uh comes down to the good water in westford of course um katie what's that's a lot of numbers here. Let's look at this video real quick. Kim Fuller. Westford Academy's graduation ceremony Friday may seem a bit repetitive. 
That's because Westford's 400-some class of 2023 has 15 sets of twins and one set of triplets. Hang out together, they play sports together, they do activities together. And they're all going to graduate together. And they're all graduating together. The duplicates say being a twin has its ups. We know how to share because we grew up together. We, have, we know how to make friends because we made them together. And downs. She follows me everywhere. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get rid of her. Nobody seemed to realize just how special the class was until they started laying out the yearbook and they needed two pages for the Twins Club. I think we always kind of knew like this is a, this is a big class, you know, we, we have a lot of twins in there. But this is an outrageous number. It sure is. I think the real impact moment was taking a look at that, that page in print in the yearbook was that final moment for me of wow, wow. And yes, the triplets say they get to pull rank. To be the only triplets among all these twins? It's nice. Strength in numbers. <laughs> numbers are key. Yes. <laughs> Seriously, though, we're not talking about the whole school or a district. We're talking about a graduating class, the senior graduating class yeah, here. I'm going to kind of burst their bubble a little bit. As a, a personal brag at the school I went to, small school, there was a class of 2,000, okay. had five sets. I graduated in my class less than 100 people. That's over 10% if their class actually had about 100 because that would be 10 people out of 100. So I'm just like, cool on them. That's amazing. That is. But I'm like, when I did the math on our own, I was like, wait a minute, we had that class. And they had to use a whole page, yes, for the yearbook as well not two for 15 but one for five so i it's impressive either way but it's impressive hmm, it's kind of a fun story to talk yeah about, it is good way to end the week i mean yeah. end the day <laughs> we're just getting going oh i just it, but for maybe today the, maybe the week should end now david maybe <laughs> more to come i tell you all right well if you are a fan of this show please if you could like comment share if you're a twin or a triplet do it two or three <laughs> times uh, don't forget also to check out Freedom Project Academy for this upcoming fall. Visit freedomforschool.com and it'll uh, get you started there. Now for David and myself, thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and thank you for supporting what we do. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2023.